Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the We Need to Talk Club channel. We are on our Girlfriends Talking Living Single series, and we have done episodes 16, 17, and 18. So let me introduce myself. I am one of your hostesses today. My name is Tamaya. We can go down to South Jersey. Please introduce yourself. I keep calling out the people who got food in their mouth. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, what up, though? It's Talisa. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey y'all, we're gonna go over to the West Coast. Please introduce yourself. Hello, this is Esther. So excited to be here, just waiting for springtime. And we're gonna go over to the down south. Please introduce yourself. Oh hey, it's Shakima. Hello. <laughs> and last but not least, we're gonna go to Central Jersey. Please introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. It's Ariana. Hey Ari, so yeah, so now we're at this episode of We Need to Talk Club, episode 16. With this episode, it was actually an episode, ironically enough, on sexual harassment. New employee comes to work for Flavor Magazine. Xavier is his name, and he looks the part and gets it too. Even flirts hard with Khadija in the process. Um, in the episode, Khadija, well, in the episode, every single woman within the office is like fawning over this man and doing obvious things that will sorry lisa yes and dennis the women in <laughs> yes the and dennis and dennis and, and all dennis. doing yes. things yes. that would cause <laughs> for obvious hr red flag alerts um to be honest but at one point he flirts with khadija so hard they actually um she thinks that he wants to kiss her in the cab ride they share home he does not dismisses her completely embarrasses the hell out of her but the next day they're able to get over it seemingly until she finds out that he is not at all a good writer, period, let alone for Flavor Magazine. He can't write, he can't spell, <laughs> and it looks like he uses his charms to get his jobs. Um, so, yeah, that was a fascinating episode. Please feel free to express your thoughts if you have any must-discuss things to say. But I have a question for you all, if not. I'm giving you three seconds. I, I mean, like my in, in my experience, because this is it was so funny that like this is what I saw today. And as a people manager, like I've had a very interesting couple of weeks. So to see that, like we have, like he didn't even really do an interview. You know what I mean? So <laughs> in the corporate world like I'm, we have like professional interviewers so I know that you've done 50 interviews this year because you interview so well like so it's literally like there's not a question I can ask you that you don't have a response to so for this guy to just like walk in with his charming looks and just get the job it's like come on at least interview him like Crazy. Right. I thought they lacked the interview because of the show dynamic, and that's the way they wrote it until later on when it was put out there like you didn't do all the things you were supposed to do. And I'm like, ooh, mm -hmm. the looks really did win. But at the same yeah. time, though, even like in corporate, I think there are just like very charming people, but especially like in a small, small business like Flavor, where you have one person wearing multiple, multiple hats, and there's no, there's not that many hierarchies or like just different levels of people to go through mm -hmm. you just need to interview like you no know, one or two person that leaves you very exposed as a business just you know yeah the way that flavor 
was. Very true. Because it was like she did she should have had a buffer. Yes. In between her, you know, you're the CEO mm-hmm. and you're interviewing for a writer, which is essentially, you know, not uh Sinclair level, but entry level for this magazine. It's the one time where she should have definitely gotten a Sinclair's health. Mm-hmm. I was kind of a I wouldn't say disappointed, but I'm kind of upset that I read the episode before it finished. Because like as soon as they were in the cab and as soon as he like turned her down, I was like, Oh, I know where this is going. This oh, is gonna happen. Yeah, like and I was upset. I did that it I took was me for a loop. Figure it out. Definitely took me for a loop. So Lisa, oh, okay, she just turned it. Okay. I thought she was unmuting. All right. So one of my questions for y'all is Unfortunately, in the real world, um, especially with sexual harassment, many of the predators' excuses for women have been, oh, she she wanted it, or she acted like she wanted it. You know what I mean? And those kinds of frames, and that's how they usually frame the victim. In this position mm-hmm. where the man is the victim, quote unquote, mm-hmm. in this episode, he quite clearly at least has written in this show to have wanted the attention, to have garnered it, to have encouraged it, etc. My question to y'all, can anyone ever really want it? That kind of thing? Like the fact that he even turned it on her head? Like, you know, because you don't see it often on the male perspective as him being the one objectified. I will say this, um, and this is in the very specific scenario slash situation of workplace. Right? We would never we'd expect nothing less. Well, yeah. <laughs> um I there's a very good reason why in a lot of well-run companies you have a very specific set of policies and rules about who can date who and what needs to happen if you guys feel like you just cannot, you know, just your love just cannot just Keep, you know, you cannot keep away from each other. You just have to have each other. There are certain rules and things that need to be put in place when it's when you, especially when you do have a supervisor slash somebody under them. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. It, the thing is that like a, what a lot of people don't think about is that even when there is no malice, nothing wrong with that particular relationship, right? That everything is above above everything is above board, you know, boss and employee really did want to like, you know, be with each other, all of that. It, it, it does impact the rest of the workplace, the rest of the team, the department, whatever, because if I'm seeing my boss dating somebody who's in my, you know, same level as me, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to rightfully think that they're going to get, you know, better treatment, better projects, be, you know, forgiven easier, all of those things. Yeah. And so that that doesn't like that impacts not just the people in the relationship, but it impacts everybody else in that sphere of influence. Yeah. And I think too, like if if you're of the opposite of sex, or well, if you're the sex that you are attracted to, I wouldn't be sharing no cab with my inferior. Like that's where you made the mistake. You should have been like, no, I'm good. 
You would avoid it all costs. Like, I, yeah, like no, I'm not sharing no cab with you. Like, um, I can understand if it was like a family style workplace because I work in a family style workplace, and like if you need assistance, I mean, I if I'm going your way, I can give you a ride or something like that. But like, if we just met, I know you're attractive. I'm not sharing no ride with you. Very she put herself true. in that predicament. But I think Very she let true. the girl get to her. They let you know she was like. I did see him doing He's that. the boss. No, they was. Boss. She got a boss up. She better figure that out. Even you better control your feelings. You're the boss. You run the company. Mm-hmm. Nah, you better feel it in bathroom. Yeah, because what was the plan B? I don't he know. Just kiss you, and then next thing you know, there's a non- another set of problems. Like exactly. hey boo, hey boo, in the office or whatnot. So. Hmm. So yeah, she gonna, she's going to have to beef up her HR department for sure and get some sexual harassment um trainings in there, you know, because that's a big no-no. Like you have to know where the line is mm-hmm. amongst the people that report to you. Like you have to be able to say like no, actually, you know what? I mean, if you want, like, you know, we're going to go ahead and lock up. I can wait until you get in the cab or something like, but we're not going to share a cab. Like we're not, that's what we're not going to do. Like, I have a question too. Like, because I was little around this time in the nineties, did they even have like sexual harassment, situational awareness in the workplace? I think it was starting to be like, again, I think that's when we started really seeing clearly sectioned, portion of like corporate policies yeah addressing that particular because right. i would say of- double sorry go ahead i was just gonna say the fact that this is an episode mm-hmm. is, is a testament to Kelly. that i was wondering because it was like with all that double standard situations when it comes to stuff like this and you know now coming from it in a mindset now if any man was treating a woman who walked in the way that these women were treating this dude it rubs you immediately all the wrong of ways like it felt like Overton. I feel dirty. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it was a lot, but it was like it was it was and Kyle brought up an excellent point. Like this would not fly if it was a guy doing this. And uh-huh. it was just I was really interested into seeing y'all's point of view. Cause yeah, I mean in private rooms, shoot, we talk about some actors and stuff. We be like, Whoa, girl, did you see? You know, that kind of thing, like they were doing at home. But did y'all feel any type of ways like woo? Y'all kind of y'all throwing quarters at the man's butt. Wait, what? That's a joke. It was all the way cringy. It was all the way cringy. I would never do that to somebody who I worked with. Mm -hmm. She was not protecting her business in that situation. Like not at all. He had many reasons to be able to do that. Like it seemed like he strategically knew what was going on in his situation in this episode, the way his character was framed, but in a straight generic point of view he could have sued everybody to the ground technically from all the stuff that was going on up in there and it just mm-hmm. the i guess since hearing all of you guys agree and all that like how it's just crazy to this point it's kind of hopeful that the double standard is kind of like evening out just a touch there not we're not we got so much farther to go but it's evening out a bit where it wasn't before you know it's more socially understandable if a man is abused and it's treated you know starting to be treated 
the way it should be treated if a woman was abused, all that kind of stuff. Because before it was so outlandish, you know, that even uh, even with physical abuse, which we've talked about in a We Need to Talk episode, like a woman beating on you, you know, or, or you you soft, you this, that, and the third, whatever the case may be. But now it's starting to like even out a bit where people are kind of seeing that it can go that way too. And it used to never be like that in my yeah. own view of everything the past is written stuff. everything is written and that's the difference right mm. everything is documented in an email everything is recorded over a team's meeting um there's transcripts for situations so um yes you have to be extremely mindful of how you handle business you have to be extremely mindful of who you talk to how you talk to them um be respectful of them as a person um, outside of just whatever their sex is. Um, so there, there's a lot of different. Girl, you went on mute. That time. We couldn't hear part of what you said. I know, because my kid phone started ringing. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I was just pretty much saying that that we have so many things in place now that we did not have mm-hmm. then based on just based on that episode, because I don't really know, like I was super young, at, you know, at that time of this episode, but um, corporate America now is very much cautious of what you say, what you put in writing, like, or in who you do, whatever you're going to do in front of, because know your audience. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't turn around on you quickly. Yeah, and I also think that not just corporate America, but like, people in general are, well, at least, in my opinion, are a, a bit more welcome to men showing their emotions. And so if something did happen to them, or if they are harassed or abused, it's okay for them to talk about because a lot of them were raised not to talk about it. Absolutely. So I feel like because, be, because of that, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's not going to pass that much. If, if a guy's being abused, it's more likely to be checked. Mm-hmm. Right. Thankfully. So here's yeah. a fun question for everybody before we move on to the next episode. Obviously not concerning the jobs we have now because we all are more than qualified for the jobs we all work at this moment. But what have you lied about? Kind of like Xavier with his writing to get a job that we had in the past because we're very qualified in our positions now. Do you know how to use this software? Yeah, I know how to use this software. I've been using it for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I use it all the time. <laughs> so do. I hate so right Excel. To mm. I hate Excel. Always have. Always will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. one, one of my favorite, that's that's actually one of my favorite like interview questions. Okay, how have you used like this particular software? Now, don't however, get specific. However, yes, I do get very specific. How have you used said software? <laughs> In your previous role. Disrespectful. How dare you try to catch us in our lies? Because I, I there's certain things I can't train you to. Like, I don't have the time and or the patience. Mm. Like, come in knowing some of this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. well, What have you lied about in your past positions, Ariana? Oh, everything. 
you just have to you just have to know what you're talking about like read like read what the company is about and then try to figure out okay like you these are certain there's certain things you need to know for like every company like or not every company or every job title so like just read up on it (laughs) were you trying to say something Esther Oh, I was going to say, like, for me, from sort of the silliest of my first, like, real internship, uh, it was, I basically got it because I said that I knew one of the members of that particular organization <laughs> when I didn't. Girl. <laughs> Dang. Um, That's big lies. <laughs> and then also during that same sort of time when I got my first job, like, I just was having the hardest time just like getting a hit you know from employers so I just like said yeah like I I did this job in college I I I was leading this thing I was doing (laughs) I was doing the thing (laughs) she did we talk about little lies you said I'm leading I I know know I know I lied right I know I lied and a reporter position where I'm like, yeah, no, I wrote for the newspaper and all, and I did, but I wasn't reporting on nothing. I was writing personal essays. <laughs> That's a whole different thing from doing the interview with people and writing whole stories. That employee was like, why do I have to edit your stuff? So well, not it was good writing, but she had to put it in the format of journalism all the time because that bored the hell out of me. And mm. lo and behold, my lie was caught and I was fired. Mm. I hated the job, but I still didn't want to be the one. I want to dump you before you dump me. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. All right, moving on. So in episode 17, Young Blood, Maxine gets involved with a young um prospective law student who is Terrence Howard. Damn that man no hate look fine. And we were just talking about sexual harassment, but damn that man looked fine mm-hmm. back in the That's day. Like, oh, can I spit well no, never mind. Okay. okay. I did all of that for nothing. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell Living Single was having like they were pretty high and up because they were getting a lot of great guest stars on the show already. Season one, it was just it's just been a great. Well, time. you know, technically he wasn't no guest star because nobody knew who he was. Yeah, I'm saying no. The same thing like Living Single, all those shows back then. You know, you didn't know Jamie Foxx was going to be the star he is now. You didn't know J-Lo was going to be the star she is mm-hmm. now. But it's still, we still reverent, like, reverently talk about the shows that they started off as, mm-hmm. as, like, having the something, the juice to pull in talent that ends up becoming that big. So that's what I mean by that. Like, okay. not being like Cosby where they had, like, people, right, like, people who are already famous showing up, but, like, the juice enough to actually give people starring or big roles on their show who end up having these big careers down the road. Mm -hmm. So with this, um, it was interesting. Maxine actually lied to everybody about dating this dude. And I'm telling you the cackle that I had when Mm -hmm. she acted like she wasn't dating him and they was in the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And then she saw Sinclair and them. It was like, damn. <laughs> it was so good. It was just such a good scene. Oh, and they walked up with all slow. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was so good. And everybody hiking on her and all that jazz. So obviously, opening up the floor to a must discuss from this episode if anyone has one. But I do have a question if you don't. 
Hey, I don't like pauses. So my question is, <laughs> if judgment wasn't a factor, would you ever be able to take such a relationship seriously? Because we've no. seen this in girlfriends too. And in each uh, um, scenario, it seems like the judgment factor is what broke everything up more so than the relationship itself. I honestly could not. Like, I think it's where at the end they try to like really make us the audience question ourselves but mm -hmm. I just could not see how this thing could work because she's at least like more than half his age he's only she's 25 she, she's, she's 25 in this so it was only a seven year difference wait are, is the character itself 25 no because i'm sorry you could not be a lawyer with oh, that character. you know acclaim. yeah the character they, they did the same thing in girlfriends too though. I, thought, I thought she was saying as an actress no no because in girlfriend they were they were they were toward their 30s remember like she had her big 30s they were still in their 20s though yeah she said they said that he was 18 and she was right, seven years old like, i'm sorry i cannot buy max like exactly it didn't make sense it didn't I make sense she was older. yeah I, I, what in the real world in their 30s <laughs> No, it makes more sense that they would be in the 30s, but they played it like they were in their, like, literally, like, yeah, mid like mid-20s owning a business and doing all these different things, right? Some of that, okay. yeah, don't get me wrong. So, but if I wrong. am to, okay, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna suspend my, you know, disbelief here and, and take it at face value that Max is 25 and our boy is 18, still, like, I'm sorry, like, I am, I, I cannot see this working where... It's not even like, no, you cannot really go a lot of places together. It's not even that. It's also the fact that like, you have to just like all the things you have to like go through from like sneaking, you know, around his dorm to like make sure he doesn't like, you know, outright say something to other people and, you know, colleagues and things like that. It's like, remember, try to suspend judgment. That's the question. I so am. like the it's, colleagues it's okay. thing I, is judgment. I, I, you want something though with the sneaking in the dorms though. That's not. That's just wild. I just. I just yeah. can't. I just can't. Yeah. I feel like I can't either. Like I always said, even mine is like four eight, four year difference. But like, it's something something off of me with the team thing. Like you four years older than him. No, I'm just saying that would be my limit. Oh, okay. Like, like if you're like in your twenties and you date somebody in their like early thirties, like that, do you live your life? But teens, I just feel like that don't sit right on the tongue. <laughs> just like you dating somebody, it's still say teen. Didn't Kyle make a good point? He's like, yeah, like it's like well known that women mature faster than men. Yeah, Which, but if a guy I mean, was dating anyone... a year old, I'll be like, ill. That's what I'm saying. Like, if anyone has experienced life, you know that men mature way slower than women. Yeah, so yes. I, it, it's definitely a no. And for her to be 25, it's like, why even bother going so young? You know, like, it's almost like you hear people going younger after they've reached like a certain age in their life 30s 40s mm. and they're like they want a younger guy right they don't want someone with knee issues at this point or uh ed or whatever the case may be like they want but you're saying the guys are already on or spring and spry at 25 so why even bother well i mean in this case he was 18 you know she that's a baby 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, but even yeah. if you're 25 and you're dating a 35-year-old, like, I wouldn't do it, but I would still be like, um, you know, do you. But, like, still to me, like, if you ain't your teen still, even if you're legally an adult, mm, I can't. I have to agree. And then judgment is a big part. I can't take judgment out. That was the point, really. I can't. But seriously, also, it's just every time I see it, every time, it never fails when I see a very older person with a very much younger person. It's just like, right. mm, can't get jiggy mm. with that. I can't do get laughing. jiggy with it. What, Shay Lisa? I'm sorry, I, always, I can't hear your arm. I said, I was, do, I always do the math thing. I always do the uh, when he, like what they did, they were like, when he was 20, when you were 21, oh was, no, when he was, yeah, 15, you were 14, he was seven. When you were seven, he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't, <laughs> period. I always do that. I always think about that because I just, I can't, because, and I think a part of the reason why I do that is because my thought process is how do you, how do you, find things in common when when somebody is totally out your your generation or totally out of the loop with you if you didn't grow up in the 90s i don't know much about the 80s like but the 90s i got you on that yeah you know what i was thinking i kind of thought about marcus houston and his whole yes oh thing wait what happened there you as y'all oh. can see i don't keep up with this shit Bruh. on purpose what happened oh boy got married to a 19 year old at the age of 38? Was he 38, 39? Yeah, something like that. And What's wrong with that? Like a 20-year-old difference. He said okay. he, he knew her. He knew her ever since he, she yeah. was 17. Yeah, she was and the whole that. thing okay. is she was a runaway. And then on top of that, he's like, oh, but we didn't have a relationship until she was 19. So, so you was very young Right. You was looking you at just, that 17-year-old booty yeah, tag. Uh, and you have so much in common with her. And then he said women his age Mm-hmm. too much baggage mm-hmm. they're too independent mm-hmm. they're just like uh, got attitudes I got he wants somebody to take care of see that's why I guess that's where I'm biased he no, got ladies to, me, for that. to me it was thinking like I was thinking like while I was under, no. while she's underage you're sitting here looking at her like you're grooming Getting ready, her just counting down. Like, oh I can't wait till for you turn me, 18 this so. is like, like textbook grooming this is textbook yeah, like, Ari, nah. Ari though you know on that both, I know why your on both ends, ends. like I don't care if you're male or <laughs> it's not a gender thing to me it's like both men and women can do it yeah Um, but it's it's just it's because the thing is that like it's one thing to just like, you know, you found somebody and it mm-hmm. just, you, know, you have that age difference, whatever. Yeah. What is a really big red flag is just the way that he talks about it. That mm-hmm. that shows you that he purposely mm-hmm. went out to mm-hmm. found someone within mm-hmm. that maturity level. Yeah, he like we didn't talk about nothing until she was eighteen. I didn't. We didn't talk about nothing romantic until she was eighteen. And we know that's a lie. Yeah. You that's know a that's lie. a lie. That's Mari that's has saying. determined like, that that is a lie. Like <laughs> most, you know. Again, are you gonna have that, you know, um, outlier story of hey, we just really, you know, jive and we actually do love each other and all of that, and I treat you as equal? Of course. But most of the time in those may december relationship the older person is 
with that you know younger person because of that power dynamic because mm -hmm. they don't want to be challenged they want to be completely in control mm -hmm. they cannot find people within their age range say that to tolerate their bs and it goes all the way there's sickness all over the place because I just read about a 17-year-old boy that's raising his child that he had that who that he shares with his childhood nanny. Mm. Basically, the nanny got pregnant with the child when he was 11 years old. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, no. oh, hell no. oh hell I don't understand it. I don't get it. And that's when, when it's oh, like teachers no. or nannies and I those. Wish she had in jail. Oh, yeah, she in jail. jail. Thank you. Y'all better protect y'all babies because that's some you know, My own husband out here had a baby at 17 with a what, 28, 30 something year old woman? Oh yeah, this okay. is true. Also, also. I digress. <laughs> Definitely need to be clink clinked. Mm. Jesus. Okay, and the double standard there obviously needs to be still checked on everybody. Yeah. We mm -hmm. just talked about the hope in the last episode, but this one is still very much behind <laughs> the bar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's still many grown men day talking about some. Oh shoot, was Heck I yeah. was I molested and abused? Yep. Yes. Yeah, you thought you yeah. wanted something, but really, no. That was not supposed to happen. Oh, protect the babies, protect the boys. God. Episode 18, y'all. Final episode of the night. Overton has found somebody named Summer. He is oh, dating please, Summer. Summer. And Summer dead. is so sweet and great oh. and fits with him. And she knows what she wants. She like the Chelsea. We are still on Love is Blind, y'all. <laughs> like the Chelsea of this situation and she is all over Overton she wants Overton to be all over her pun always intended um but Overton at first was hesitant because he was still macking to Sinclair on that slow burn style but Kyle talked him into you know giving it a real shot and he started to do so and then when Sinclair saw Overton actually giving somebody else the time of day and that person mm -mm. not holding back like, I want you. Now, Sinclair has opened her eyes and realizes how much she loves and endears Overton. I mm. am doing serious lip pursing because, yeah, I love Sinclair. Yeah, I love Overton. But mm -hmm. I wanted Overton to get his, and I didn't necessarily appreciate mm -hmm. Sinclair jumping on it as soon as somebody else jumped on it. So I got questions, but y'all got some must discuss before I got my questions because yeah, that's now's the time. But isn't that how it always is? That's why I it's got like, some oh, questions. Oh, he's just, <laughs> oh, he's just a friend. He's just a friend. And then he gives somebody else, hey, excuse me. I thought you liked me. What about Precisely. me? I can't stand it. All right, I got my questions. I ain't got none of my. So the question basically is much like mentioned many times in these episodes, the Love Is Blind season four situation where we encounter at least two different contestants taking away, you know, um, luring some men's in because they were annoyed that the men's wanted someone else. So that's when they pounced to make sure the man chose them. Also, ironically enough, reading a book right now, watch out the while you were scrolling cast will probably uh, hostesses will probably talk about it. It's called before I let go by Kennedy Ryan. Excellent. Mm -hmm. um and also talks very much about you know 
when you with somebody and you ain't with them no more and then they find somebody else and then all the feelings come rushing back. My question to y'all, is it ever ideal or healthy for a relationship to kick off this way? The, no. the Ring the Alarm Beyonce song, you know, I'll be damned if I see another on his arm. Like, is that really a mindset? You know, like, it's 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 very well played. It's always a great drama starter. But, dude, why? I feel like, it's, I feel like you know you can control that person. Mm. And so, like, when they when they were someone else, you're like, oh, I was controlling you. You're my little pet. Mm. So, I don't want you with nobody else. So, now I'm going to be with you because... I want to continue to control you. I can see that. And it's interesting because, again, I find that it seems to be more of an occurrence, at least in my mind, with women. Then, like, you know, like with men, it's obviously toxic, right? We It's an obvious toxic situation, double standard. If any man comes, it's like, we just talked about it in the in the, the mini episode. Chris Brown, the way he was to Karuchi abusive in more ways than physical and actually telling her you know i'm not gonna let you be with nobody else in a circumstance like that you know it's toxic runaway this isn't cool but it isn't necessarily um approached as such as much when a woman does the same it's kind of just like you know well you ain't gonna be with nobody else you know we got a whole song about it well kind of baby mama drama kind of i would say because like if um a guy's not paying the girl enough attention or whatever they break up Mm-hmm. And like, she goes out with somebody else. I actually know this to have happened. So what happened was somebody I know <laughs> was broken up with somebody else, and then the girl started seeing another guy, and he was like, "No, you can't see him." Blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like it happens. I think it happens both ways, actually. Oh, it definitely happens both ways. Yeah. I just know if a man comes out and says it, it's a problem, and it should mm-hmm. be. And yeah. I feel like it's not advertised as quite as toxic as I think it probably is when oh, women do women. the exact same thing. Yes, I agree. I agree. Because women will be like, you know, I'll be damned if I say another bitch on your arm. Like, mm-hmm. we got a whole song about it, but it's not as, you know, red flag, red flag as if a guy sung the same ish. Thoughts with this? Is I just don't feel like it's cool. And I am also a proponent of it. Because at the same time, well, I'll ask that question later. Please, thoughts, anybody? I agree. You know, you know what? <laughs> I do agree. <laughs> A little more juice, no? No? All right. It seems like it's really high schoolish, though. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, she was comfortable in the safe space, right? Yep. Over to... Overton too, like he was comfortable in a safe space as well until someone else came along. And shook it and up. And then yeah, very true. Shook it up. Very but true. I will add that for me, that particular situation is a great example of you need to go where you're celebrated and accepted, not just tolerated. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. feel like, although I mean, I think Sinclair goes a little bit above tolerating. Overton, but she never really celebrated him, right? Mm-hmm. At the same token, though, at the same token, and I just that thought just came into my mind. Um, it's okay to have, you know, to like just be friend with somebody with the gender that you you are romantically attracted to. If that person is just a really good friend, and I don't know, like I mean, I 
the way that the show was written, it ended up being that like you know, Sinclair did have romantic feelings toward Overton, but you know, at in kind of the real world, just because one person has romantic feeling for the other doesn't mean that it necessarily has to be reciprocated. But does that make it awkward for you? Like if you know that you know that someone is like, I love her. And like you're still gonna hang out with them. I feel like that's kind of Pop, I mean, personally, I wouldn't just because, because, but here's the thing. I just feel like, or yeah, I guess not because I think I would be like, I, I really would like for you to be able to eventually go past your romantic feelings yeah. and really cherish the friendship that we have. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I obviously do not know you and cannot yeah really know what's going on in your head like I don't want to put myself in danger if you realize yeah. like you know yeah the fact that she seemed like that she seemed like that ideal individual that Esther is portraying in the beginning of the episode you should go out with her you know yeah. let me push you towards others because this is never really going to fully develop even though it's quite obvious this man likes you and has mm-hmm. actually dated you told you he liked you you allowed him to kiss you. Like you let all these things to kind of go and play along. And then you still seem like you were ready to push him towards somebody else. And it wasn't until that person reciprocated the actual stuff that, you know, he puts out that you were like, I want you, which would you say? Oh, crappers, whatever. And then kiss them up. I'm like, yeah, I kind of love you, Sinclair, but I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like it. She was on, messed up. He was on her time. And he was going at her pace, and she took him for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, I yeah. guess everybody agrees with that. So here's my next question, just to get a little toxic. After saying all that, I am probably Sinclair. If I ever divorced my husband, and we got kids, so we're going to be around each other, and this mug started dating someone else i'd have a problem <laughs> oh i i wouldn't have a problem i think i would probably pull out the stops i think i'd start seeing the attraction again i think i'd get annoyed <laughs> somebody I, else i probably have a problem with them like being around my kids oh, i i'm not even that mature it's not about the kids it's you know, about, that's, that's it's about i know what you're doing to her the good stuff you used to do with me before we got annoyed with each other I'm, I'm, I think I have a little toxicity in my, in my blood. But are you all mature enough that you're totally okay with kids aside, Kima, that you think you would be totally okay with that scenario and never kind of pull a go ahead, Kima. That's maturity right there. You too, Ari. You too mature, Ari. I mean, I mean, I would in a situation like that. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. So yeah, like, listen, if, if I'm feeling a certain way, like I, I, I roll on energy. So mm-hmm. if you feel in a certain way and I'm feeling a certain way, well, we gonna rock out with it. And then I still don't have to marry. You know what I mean? Like we ain't gotta be nothing official. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, but like, I'll put Ariana in my boat then. I don't have. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the same body I used to be in, but I can get a lot of men. So that, to me, that wouldn't be the problem. Like if if we're not, oh, yeah, I'm sure I can live your life. It's not the problem of. If I wanted, if I wanted anyone to me, I think I'd get them. 
So Please. it's not about the, the other man's. We can all get them. It's, it's about the the man's man's. No, because to me, I'm Pisces. Once you're not my man, you're not my man. Ah. F you. Like I'm totally cutting you off. Like I don't care about who you with, what mm. you're doing. Go live mm. your life. You ain't my responsibility no more. You are definitely in the maturity boat. What about you, Esther and Lisa? I say if you cut off, you cut off. I've never been married. Yep. I don't know that kind of position, but I know that I'm the type of person if I cut you off, you are cut off. You off. Communication. Mm. It's cut off. All right, we got two people in the maturity boat. It's not mature. It's like I don't care about you no more. Yeah, you that's do, a you... good maturity boat because I think I don't care about you until I see you with somebody else and then things <laughs> pop up. Others. Well, that's the thing. That's when the feelings pop up, right? Sinclair thought she wouldn't care about him dating somebody else and she saw it him is. dating somebody else. Then she got all the sparklies. But mm, I, I yeah. think I'm in a different boat because I don't so care if you're with you someone else. Why can't you be in a boat else. with me? Yeah. Because like, I don't <laughs> care if you're with someone else. Like, you can be with yeah. someone else. However, um, hmm, remember that song? Mm-hmm. No, you in my boat. Yeah. Remember that time? But no, but like, go back home to your girl. Like, I'll see you after, later. After, uh, mm-hmm. But <laughs> what was the last thing you said? I said, I'll see you later. Ariana's in my boat. <laughs> what about you, Esther? Um, but I'm thinking about like my because previous relationship. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm talking about somebody you like. You got good yeah. feelings for. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and and it's the question specifically is like you know how would I feel? Wait, am am I? In, Am I the Sinclair or the Overton in this situation? You are definitely the, we're all Sinclair in this situation. Oh, well, if I'm Sinclair in this situation. I would rather you put your husband on the line, but fine, put your ex or whatever. <laughs> Feel like that's his cop out. If 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 I if so if I tell that person, hey, go go your merry way, I'll support you. And then as they go their merry way, I have a, you know. And what every TV series is based off of. I feel like for me, television. it's it's. I don't. I think that once once you make once you make your move, like yep. I cannot, I cannot, in good conscience, go oh, back God. to you. Oh, my I, conscience I is, is is trash then because I I just don't care. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you over here mature world talking about some good conscience. I think nothing about conscience ain't got nothing to do with it. But then that feelings was a hype, and you would just be like, "All right." And then, and then, and then, okay, let me throw a little sauce in the pot, right? And then, if you're trying to be whatever, we're separated. He's with his. I'm. I'm fine. Whatever. I don't care. And then while he's with his and y'all in the rooms together and, you know, tension builds and all the stuff. And then you both start remembering the times. Oh, you remember that counter? I remember that counter. You remember that headboard? I remember that headboard. Like kind of stuff like then y'all y'all still gonna be like you still gonna be like mm. but no but no your your new girlfriend's in the other room we can't she's she's at home you must go back to her oh, you never have like I, if okay if we are then bring up this situation mm, oh I think she's inching into my boat oh no no I'm not because ah! at this point I will choose violence because sir don't you dare leave me. And Orchid. No, you're leaving. You are the leaver. Oh, I'm leaving. Yes, you are what, Sinclair. What? You have the power. Why you am have I the power to push what? away and bring Why back? Why are we but- in this situation, sir? We will have, like, visitation. We'll have somebody, like, you know, to help and 
hand, hands off and, you know, pick but up. But during Why visitation, not? like, you know, during visitation, you know, a little bit, you're like, a little, oh, little yeah. Remember like he's that coming time? to pick up the, you know, he's coming to pick up the kids. He's early. The kids are still all off the bus. Oh, okay. Okay. So both I, in that room. Okay. Did y'all remember that, that room? He's smelling good. He's smelling good. I, you feeling I, each I, other. He said something I, nice. You look nice today. Oh, I Thank mean, <laughs> I will definitely, you know, if you're up for it, you know, I have an itch. You want to scratch it? Let's scratch it yeah, together. Yeah, don't talk about it. Go on your merry way because that's why <laughs> we're no longer together. If I still wanted you, I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't give you a blessing. Oh, you're so boring. Gina. I would just I don't be like, even, all right, we're done. But I wouldn't be mm-hmm. like, go see somebody you else. Be, you cannot be in a fiction novel. But you got to jump up on you, this thing. Yeah, so if I don't tell you to go see somebody else, then that means like I really don't give I don't care. Yes, you I'm are like, a Pisces. Yeah, we're My older. husband is a Pisces, FYI, so let me trade Yeah, but if here. I'm like, yeah, we're older, <laughs> but I still, I still might be trying to, like, get back. But, like, if I'm not, if I tell you, like, yeah, go get somebody else. If I say I'm seeing somebody else, then you know you ain't got no chance. Me and my husband have literally said to each other that if we ever were to divorce and see other people, then good luck to the other people. <laughs> we have literally said this to each other. That we can play all we want, but at the end of the day, he gonna want this and I'm gonna want that. Mm-hmm. And good luck to those other people. So I already know hey, I'm trash. I already know I'm. It is what it is. It will only enlighten the situation. It will only bring up the, the make the fire hotter. Barbara, y'all. Make sure. Make sure, Barbara. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Any last statements before we close this on out? Any last wishes or hopes? Ooh, the end of the episode ends with the, the Morris Chestnut. Oh, okay. It is meant to be continued. The nerve. Oh, oh yes. Oh okay. my. What is Mary ever the same or not? As much as I cherish my friendship with you all, you better not. She said that's how I cherish my friendship with you all. She will fight you for him. She's not playing with you. Tell him, Esther. Don't make us mute you. Do not make us mute you. No. What'd she just say? What'd she say? Kima understands me. Kima understands me. Kima understands me. What did you say? Say it with your chest. Say it out loud. There's enough for him to go around. That's all I'm saying. She said that's not bad. Okay. So definitely somebody is open to the poly lifestyle. I like it. Yo, the way the women was chasing that man, that was hilarious. And the way I also would be, I feel like all of us would just be in a standstill at the door. Like, so we all not going to do anything, correct? I can't wait for this next episode. Because mm-hmm. Morris has entered the chat, and that man is still fine today. And still fine. Today. I'm about to watch the best man. I haven't man heard right not one article about that man. He is just glorious. I feel like wasn't he? Wasn't he the one who? There's an article written recently, a good one about how he's been married. He like like and faithful and faithful. All of these and years. then his son. Yes, like I too. Oh, really? Yes. Got a son. Now that I, I how would, old is he? I would well, not. It don't matter. Me. Felicia, don't Felicia, how old is he, Felicia? Listen, 
listen, don't do the math because if you do the math, it hurts. But when you look oh, at him, it takes the, the pain away. You when you look at him, it takes the pain away. I promise. Damn. It's the smile, like girl. Them eyeballs. Every- Carbon copy. Carbon copy. The chocolate. I'm about and to look him up. Hold on, these fine men are the or these beautiful loyal men makes them finer. Who's the other one? Tell me, Method Man, also yes. completely loyal to his wife. Yes. Oh, glory. Yes. And the older he gets, honey, finer. Oh, same with finer. Same with fine wine. Fine oh, wine. Okay. It's, it's fine the white wine and the red wine. The light and the dark. Fine wine. Fine wine. Oh, that's his son. Wait, how old is he? Oh. I'm not about to pull that issue. How old is this baby? We had a whole episode about it. I will not. I will pull back everything I almost threw out. He's 26. Mm. <laughs> oh, see, that's close. That's, that's close. That's good. Mm. <laughs> okay. That's close. <laughs> he was at least born in the 90s. He was born 97. in the 90s. 97. All right. Come on. Younger than my sister, but you know, whatever. Oh, it's about six, seven years difference, y'all. We in the same boat as Maxine. <laughs> I'll do it though if I need, if I could. If I could, I can't. <sighs> uh, that was wonderful. Thank you for that tasting before we um end this episode. I am so excited to see what happens with the chestnut because that was hilarious. There. I quite enjoy this show. It just brings there, me there. joy. Oh, I'm not the song, the not the music. <laughs> I'm about to go watch the best man. You bet. Oh, girl, don't get me started. Okay, 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 okay. We got to end this. Thank you so much for listening to the We Need to Talk Club podcast. Um, We're a part of a channel, One Stop Shop, where you can see all the different podcasts that we do. We do parenting. We do movie reviews. We do show reviews. We do book reviews. We do it all, in our opinion. And we're beautiful Black women, yeah. And we have a website called We Need to Talk Club, where you can see our beautiful faces match it up with our wonderful voices and see all the links to all those podcasts we do as well. Remember to follow us, review, and support us on all those podcast listening platforms. And until we need to talk again, bye. Deuces. <laughs>